Being conscious of just, I mean, I don't know what you're going. I didn't, I know. I'm just saying, like, you can't control who likes your shit, right? You could be a band, be a musician, an actor. People are gonna come watch your film, you know, listen to your music. They're gonna like your shit. It's not always gonna be the people that you intend it for. But I don't really intend my shit for anybody. I don't think everyone does. You just make what's what's you, right. and who gravitate towards it does. And most of the time, it's gonna be people that share similar views or aesthetics so they grew up the same way have the same perspective whatever but like yo there's definitely dudes I've seen like listen to my shit or follow my shit and like it and I'm always thankful for the support and I will see some shit on there if I, if I happen to follow them back or, or like whatever that I definitely don't agree with shit and it's like oh okay mm-hmm. you know yeah. that's where you're at but yeah. that you, you like my podcast just the same as this person over here who's 180 degrees different than you which is true it. yeah and that's Learning from experience, like you said, uh, being cautious about your actions and not your mentality. Um, I think that goes along with the whole argument of um, racism. I'm not racist. I have a black friend, or yeah, uh, and it's oh, I think you know, I I don't think I'm racist, and I mean, who am I to say? Uh, But your actions prove that you're racist, you know, mm-hmm. and even, you know, sort of ignorance can accompany that. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, so much with um, the current Trump administration. Very Should divisive. We break into politics as we love. Um, Let's get into the hard hitting round table. Alex Jones. This is damaged goods politics. Hour. Did he do you think he moved the microphone a lot? Right. He's moving to he's he's that motherfucker. He's on some upper. It's not cocaine. But it it's might like be Adderall. No, oh, yeah, it is. Co- it is. I, look, like it, it, he's impulsive, like it's coke rage. But he's, uh, I don't know. He doesn't like. I've seen the videos of him. It doesn't like aesthetically look like it. it's it, maybe Adderall too much. Right. He also might just be batshit crazy. Some dudes are just batshit crazy. It's gotta be a mix. Like there's dudes I know who don't do any drugs. They don't drink, and they're batshit fucking crazy. Have you watched any interviews with him? Like. um regularly like out socially like is he always on or is he always like uh, when that i would see he... videos of him before like not on his shit but like interviews like you said he was always kind of on some crazy shit but though you know lately whenever you see it uh especially in lieu of like him being like deplatformed or whatever you, like he's more crazy now which yeah. doesn't work for this dude it only makes you look worse bro but like he was always kind of a little wired but yeah, i knew is... i knew alex jones was a diff's informationalist and uh, a lame one, William Cooper, who's the author of the book Behold a Pale Horse, which if you ever, in the conspiracy theories or, you know, untold American history, that's like the Bible for that. Oh. I always loved that book and I always admired that dude until he was mysteriously murdered. Um, but even before he was mysteriously murdered, he would like, Alex Jones would prop him up and like back what he said. And he'd be like, yo, this dude, Alex Jones, is, is, is bullshit. That was back in like late 90s. And he was like, yo, this dude's just trying to sell shit and he, he's going to sprinkle in some truth and he's going to sprinkle in a lot of fake shit and like, don't fuck with him. So I've since then not fucked with Alex Jones, but he's so crazy. He's wildly entertaining. I know. It's almost like you just sort of believe the opposite of everything he says. I think that's a good yeah. sort of roadmap to dealing with Alex Jones. Yeah. Is he, that his name? Alex Jones. It almost sounds like a fake name. It is. I bet it is. Alex Jones. Someone well, look up the real. He's from like Texas, though. A lot of white people from the Midwest and shit, they're 
super, super duper grandparents came over like back in the day. So they have like British and Dutch names that are like Jones and Smith. Like the Boring. Yeah. Not like your last name. Not like the last name of my guest on Damaged Goods today. Mm. She's, uh, she's many things. She's a stepsister. <laughs> she's a comedic entity like no other. And she's also the host of her new podcast, The Artful Ramblings of Allegra Scarano. Miss Allegra Scarano herself. Oh, hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to myself. Welcome to yourself. Miss. I can say miss, right? Yes, please, miss. I don't know. Miss? No, I, uh, just missus. Missus? Is missus and missus are the same thing, right? No, uh, miss is unmarried. MRS is married. Ms. Um, yeah, MRS is married. And then Ms. is, you don't know. In Boston, Ms. was <laughs> slang for people who named Mike. Everyone who was named oh. Mike was Ms. What, so what is, so if someone says the Mrs., they're That's referring the to wife. the wife. Okay. Yeah. So Miss. So it's like, oh, the Mrs. Mrs. needs me home. Ah, oh, the Mrs. is bre- breaking me um, down again. That's usually yo, the context. What is more disrespectful to say to a woman than ma'am? If, you, See, if some dude calls you ma'am, are you just like, fucking suck my dick, dude? Recently that happened, and I was a little jarred, which is interesting because typically for the last, I don't know, since I've been an adult, I've always been attracted to sort of the Southern mentality and the Southern um, verbiage of referring to every woman as a man ma- or a ma'am. ma'am. Uh, and I like that. So I was, anytime I would travel was to the South, I was hoping that, you know, everyone would sort of call me ma'am. I think ma'am. it's almost respectful. What if it's like a dude, okay, was the last time you was called ma'am, was it a gentleman older or younger? Hmm. <clears throat> That's it, really. Um, I don't, now it's like I don't see age, but I don't think, <sighs> I no, I don't I'm, see age. I'm still 24. I know, I don't see race or age. Uh, people love that. Um, but... Um, because like my what I would think is like if I was a, a 31 year old lady, a 27 year old girl in your case, yeah, I feel 24. Um, if I was a, a young lady and a dude younger to me said, ma'am, like a 21 year old, right? You know, maybe initially I'd be like, oh, but you know, he's young and dumb as fuck. When I was 21, you're young and dumb, and maybe he thinks you are an older woman, which you technically are, and he calls you ma'am out of respect. Now, if I'm a 52-year-old or a 44-year-old man or a 36-year-old man like I am, and I call you ma'am, and you're 30 or whatever, that's almost like, yeah, you know better, dude. You kind of like, ma'am is like mad disrespectful. Yeah, Um, and I think the majority (laughs) of when men talk to women... Um, especially older men to younger women. Hey, um, sweetheart, come here, sugar. It's yeah, yeah it's usually it. it's usually rude. It's um usually objectifying us. So I think we're just used to it at that point. But yeah, I, I agree that uh, older is is worse with that. Whenever I go to like a diner or some spot, like it's like a older middle aged waitress, she will uh, always refer to you as sugar or honey or sweetheart. See, I do which, sugar, which I love. I love being, and I call girls that I was dating. And sh- sh- hey, sugar, you know, like like that. I wouldn't say that to like a stranger. Hey, sweetheart, can you move your car? Like that's extremely disrespectful. But I will say sugar to like a girl I'm romantically. Oh, that's hanging like, that's out cute. With. That's like but shorty. Like, but when you go to like a motherfucking diner, it's like some old flow or you know Barbara behind the you know counter serving you. She's like, all right, sweetheart, what do you want, honey? And like, I don't, I don't mind. I actually like it. It's sweet. In in, in Massachusetts, that's a very common thing for uh, older women to call everybody. And like, it doesn't matter if you're 25, 55, man, woman, fucking child, dog. They will say, sweetheart, sugar, honey. See, maybe that's where it. I got it from. I stole it from I think my mother, yeah. which makes sense. And she refers, she calls people sugar. She does. And she, I, I think she's always said, um, 
it's because you're being so sweet. And I've stuck yeah. with that. But all, you know, after taking seven minutes to order a drink at a bar, I'll thank the bartender for sort of, you know, guiding us through that process or, you know, hand, you know, tolerating that sort of order. Um, how do you feel about, I made a promise to myself to stop saying, how do you um, feel about being called sugar? Oh, if a woman calls me sugar, I'm down with it, dude. I mean, not many things irk me if you was going to call me that. And if you're a girl calling me sugar, sweetheart, uh, honey, whatever, like awesome, great times. I, cool. I do think it helps when, um, I guess, with dealing with the service industry, especially if a waitress, you know, you can tell she's bothered by either your actions or maybe someone else. Sugar helps, you know. Thanks, oh, calling sugar. her sugar? I call male. No, and, no I'm saying, are you oh, talking about the yeah. waitress being called? Yeah. Oh, oh, if you call the waitress sugar, thanking her after, you know, taking yeah. the order. I, I try not to call any, I don't, I'm real delicate with people who handle my food. Even if I'm mm. upset, perturbed by the service, something, I hold it all back until the food is on my fucking table because I, I worked in a kitchen at one point uh, when I was young. I was a chef, a uh, line cook, uh, you know, prep chef. Oh, I have friends God. who work in that shit. Motherfuckers spit in your shit. I've said this on here before. When I used to work at J.P. Licks in Jamaica Plain on Center Street when I was a teenager, I worked an early morning shift serving coffee to asshole fucking art teachers and, and very pretentious people. And when they were disrespectful and fuck you, man, I'm handling your shit. Be Jesus. nice to me. So I'm very delicate about how I talk to them. They can talk to me however they want. Unless I hate being called boss. Don't call me fucking boss. Am I cutting your check? If so, yeah, boss, please. If I'm not cutting your check or paying you, don't call me fucking boss, dude. That's like you can uh, call me sir, and I won't get mad. Although I wish you would call me anything but sir, dude, bro. Hey, oh, man. you don't like sir. Well, I mean, it, it does make me feel old, but I'm not mad at it. it does, it's not that bad. But when a young, like, 20 year old dude calls me sir, I'm like, oh wow, shit. You saw all the gray hairs on my beard. <laughs> well, they can't hide them. But yo, don't call me fucking boss, dude. Yeah, I that's like when boss. women refer, like, hey mommy or hey mama, like, hey mama, oh, I'm here, and. I'm not a mother for specific reasons, you know, and conscious I would like, to, yes, exactly. Conscious choice. It's, it hasn't been a difficult or it hasn't been a, you know, easy uh, decision. Somewhat, not somewhat difficult, but um, <coughs> it's, there's not a lot of, um, you know, mental anguish about the, the matter. Yeah. However, I would like to be, you know, respected for that decision. And I, I, I think I, that I, I should get a major tax cut for that. And if not other perks, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. know what. I'm down with that. I, I, I second that. I, I agree. What other per perks would those be? I don't know. Grocery line. Um, Expediency. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I can sort of um, uh, bypass all of the children in carts that are just going to add to the time of the transaction. Were you, ever, you, were, you were ever children in a cart? Did Alex ever put you in a cart? Did Alex put me what in a cart? Grocery, grocery uh, I don't. I mean, she obviously must have. Um, a mother that has never been to a grocery store with a child is pretty rare. Um, as someone who has been to a grocery store with a child, <laughs> not my, yours. my nieces or all three of them, yeah. and it is a lot of just oh, dude. giving the, them anything or like yeah. just giving them stuff. It's to a lot of stimulation in there. Lights, a lot. Fucking noises, Products. music. I mean, it is consumerism. Snacks. Snacks. I used to go with my mother uh, to like when she would run her uh, her little like routine of errands mm -hmm. before she would go to work and you know it'd be like the bank the fucking maybe the post office the uh grocery store whatever classic, the fuck pharmacy classic but i like the, the the grocery store i would i would roll with her obviously when i was little little in the cart when i got a little older 
uh, I would go to like the the magazine section, mm. and like when I was super young, it was like wrestling magazines or music magazines. Even when I was super young, and then skateboard magazines when I'd be like ten, and I would just like zone out there. And then she what would come child. come and find me. Uh. And uh, I had a great imagination, yeah. so like I don't really need much. I can keep myself. Dude, I had such a crazy, fucked up, weird imagination. And you can Do ask you think Kathleen that's because. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. But, well, I'll let you. People uh, love ask interruptions. Do you think that that is uh, because you are an only child? Uh, yeah, but I also come from like real artistic, uh, like family, like especially on my mother's side. Right, painters, painters, painters writers, musicians. So I always had a wild imagination. I was into superheroes a lot, right? Like fucking loved, um, you know, Superman, Batman. X. Obviously, when I got older, like more elaborate. We're talking like six, seven years old right here. So like my mother was a seamstress, and she would make these little like capes to, you know, like like the Batman cape right, or like a right. Superman cape, and like sew the emblem on the whole nine. And we would go to the fucking, you know, I would be like, all right, we're. She's like, okay, we're gonna go run these errands, and I would, you know, have the cape on, maybe a fucking matching shirt. Lord knows what I had as a seven year old. And she, you know, be like, oh, okay, wearing that. Yes, I'm fucking going. I'm Batman. We're going to the goddamn grocery store, ma. I feel and like I need a cape to protect dude, me. From I would such go out experience. in full fucking garb, and there was times that I would like make my mother a sweet woman. You're a sweet woman, Kathleen. I love you. Thanks for listening, would, Kathleen. Would wear, uh, would wear another cape or like, oh, like I down. love that, dude. Like That's you got to talk about like a grown woman going in the public. I mean, I guess you don't look that crazy as your kids doing it, but like, right. goddamn. But yeah. she was a sweet Women, woman for that. You can get a lot with having children. Yeah. I would make my mother dress up as superheroes just to go do errands. What appealed to you about superheroes? I was into comic books simply from the art, and I used to, you know, draw and paint. A, like that was a huge part of my life until uh, I was like a teenager. But uh, I got into it because of the visual shit. Little boys are into superheroes and like shit like that. But I, then I would see it on TV, mm. and I got into the actual comic books, like getting them, reading them. My uncle, my mom's baby brother would give me old school ones. I got into like looking at like the art and then trying to mimic drawing it. And it was cool because they were like, I don't know, it was like like fantasy, but like not fantasy. And I liked more of like the, as I grew up, the more the edgier comic book characters with like flaws in their character. I hate Superman. You I'm like a, damaged goods. I am. See and that's like, I wanted characters that had like Incredible Hulk. Here. He's a sweet dude, man. He, he got like fucked up in the science experiment and turns green and big and muscular. He's just a chill dude. He's trying to walk around town. He's like, hey, man. Filthy day. Don't get me angry. You don't want to see me angry. He doesn't want to fight. He don't want to become the Hulk. Mm. Motherfuckers keep pushing him. And they keep pushing him. And he says, please, man. And then he fucking loses his shit, ruins his fucking outfit, rips it, and he destroys people. He doesn't want to do that. But, you know, I like, I identify with, you know, Shit like that. They weren't all clean cut. Well, you know, Mr. Rogers. He's a sweet man. Did, well, he did not so like support no, the superhero really? sort of trend that uh, hit the airwaves on television because he felt like he, it was his responsibility to huh. um, sort of appeal and be responsible for children's, you know, like what they uh, take in during watching television yeah. and sort of their reaction to that and how sort of malleable they are and how also like Very. what important viewers they are and how, you know, major social events need to be addressed, even if it is, you know, to the context, a context of, for the children. And yeah, he didn't like anything really negative shooting at children because again, it, you know, big heart. Well, it didn't affect your psyche in a negative way, and Kathleen really helped with that. But, you know, you can see where you're oh, going. I watched that, obviously, I watched that. Uh, when I we, uh, first came to America from Nevis, and I went to uh, first grade, um, you know, I was in the 
Spider-Man was my favorite at that time and probably many years after. I'm like a fucking five, six-year-old kid. And uh, I would like try to like climb shit in the, the, the school or definitely on the playground, like try to like climb walls and jump off walls because Spider-Man did. Now, I don't think I ever got hurt, you know what I'm saying? But I was doing that because I seen it. See? You know what I'm saying? And it, you know, it, shit is definitely impressionable. And I, I think... Come, yeah, fuck it, man. If Mr. Rogers was alive now, like 10 years <laughs> ago, he would shoot. Him. Well, I'm just we saying, like, him. the shit that kids get now is like, yo, superhero cartoon, the least of your worries, bro. There's these video games where they be killing people and, and fucking uh, all kinds of other, like, TV shows that's way more violent and, and shit. Um, not that I'm anti-video games, but I don't play video games either. Uh, but, yo, shit is, like, crazy now. He would have had a heart attack. Yeah, and I think... It's especially important when discussing sort of gender roles or gender um, normalities. Is that a word? It is now. It is now. It is now. Allegra made it. At least word. I won't use the word ear. Uh, don't look at me. No. What Terry, is it? Do you know? It's not even he a word. Know. Okay. Oh, he doesn't okay. know. Um, but I think. Irregardless. There we oh, go. 30 seconds later, people love that. Girl? No, it's not a word. People use it irregardless. You're supposed to say regardless, right? Right, because that's what it means. means irregardless. irregardless. Yeah, you f- idiots. Who made that I'm up? just kidding. I don't know. Actually, my, yeah, idiots. Um, but, oh, gender roles. That's what I was getting at. Um, you know, women, yeah, look at what's on television now. The Kardashians. What a role model. What, you know, oh, they're, Dude. I love the counter. Well, they're female business women. Um, they're monsters they and they are. normalize everything that's wrong with our society and overconsumption and materialism. And yeah. I know this is like a 10 year old argument, but it's, it's they're true. still there. And they're still, oh, now Kim Kardashian's, you know, Dude. a fashion icon. And, and they, <laughs> they, uh, they really make, you know, when I, when I moved to LA, I, I learned the full spectrum of their cultural impact more than when I was in the East Coast. Because in LA, there's this archetype for a lot of uh, females in their 20s and early 30s that mimic the look, right? And it's an amb- like the Kardashians are they're Armenian or half Armenian, right? Right. But it it's an it's an ambiguous look in the sense that it can be applicable to different girls. Now, if you are Armenian, you can you know look like some of them. If you're Italian, if you're Greek, if you are Persian, lighter skin, Middle Eastern. Uh, like certain lighter skin Latinas, you can look like them, like the dark hair features, dark eyes, dark eyebrows, and then girls will get uh, the same hairstyles, very common that they will do oh. the same fucking uh, eyebrow style of the Kardashians. Like they'll, you know, right, wear right, what's right, her name, right. the younger Jenner girls' uh, beauty products or whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, I see a lot of girls in LA that look like. Kim Kardashian or the, some of the Absolutely. sisters, like going after their body type, their their fucking dress. Their and the thing is, I'm not shitting on nobody who gets work done. Like do what you got to do, whatever makes you feel better, and it don't hurt other people. I don't care, but they very much normalized um, changing your body to fit a beauty archetype, but they would also pass it off as if it was not fake. Like they weren't open about exactly. the shit they got done, and that puts a lot of pressure. I'd imagine on girls trying to obtain that look that is not attainable by natural physics because it's fucking enhanced, <laughs> it right? Truly. And then trying to deny that. And anybody with two eyeballs that has ever seen any plastic surgery can know that shit is fake. And Kylie Jenner, she was under 18 when she got all that work done to, I argue, look just like Kim. And That's creepy. Uh, there's no way that she's not going to regret it. And which I feel bad for, not to call her out on that. But Dude. yeah, I agree. I mean, I believe, some, you know... 
nose jobs, they should be, you know, paid for by the state. Like I get, you know, I get wanting to fix that breast implants. I mean, again, if it's going to change your if, if opinion you of yourself better, and it makes you feel yeah. better, exactly. But, but, but it's different keeping what, up with societal it, it, trends. I mean, also, look at people who tattoo their eyebrows on their face. I mean, oh, that shit. The oh, dude, thin dude, sperm brows. Get out of here with the eyebrows. Yo, I, why, yo, ladies, why are your eyebrows out of control sometimes? Okay, well, because, well, listen, ask Yours someone are who, ugh, they're not. I mean, people say, oh, not eyebrows anybody. are sisters. I know a lot of girls would not create Not twins. Eyebrows. That's the thing. No, my eyebrows are, you know, a dot cousins. Um, I'm like staring we'll see, at Allegra's yeah, eyebrows real hard. This one... It looks fine, dude. It lost the ability to grow hair because some twat that I went to middle school with uh, waxed my eyebrows and the wax was too hot, so it will never grow back. Uh. So, yeah, am I resentful for that? Uh, yeah, Fuck of course. Bitch. Bringing it up, you know, 20 years later, absolutely. Yeah, I'm bothered by it. <laughs> I'm fine. I had a, I got my eyebrows waxed by this uh, Vietnamese girl in Boston. Boston, there's like a lot of nail shops, Vietnamese run nail shops in the Vietnamese neighborhoods. And also they, in they every do like, other neighborhood, yeah. major city. In Boston, we have a very large Vietnamese population, though. But they'll do the all in one. Like you get a, like a manicure, pedicure, facial, and they'll throw in like a whatever for next to nothing. So one time I got this eyebrow wax from this girl, and she spoke no English, and I know no Vietnamese, even mm-hmm. though I, sh- I should. And, uh, she like you know whatever put the the wax on not like in the middle which is just what I needed but she put it like um Underneath? like like slightly uh, no 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 slightly over right oh. slightly over uh, my eyebrows I'm I'm doing this motion with my hands you guys can't even fucking see this you no, can hear it. anyway petting so eyebrows. I was told that the wax was not hot enough or no. it was too hot someone told me but anyway when she did it right it was fine in the middle but above my eyebrows was like red as fuck for like a week and hurt Ooh, like hell burned up. I looked crazy. It was yeah. not a good look. Yeah, I don't... I so could I don't see that, you know, uh, more than underneath your eyebrows, but you don't need to wax your yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I guess, I guess some bushy-ass eyebrows. Yeah. But, um... Great you know, eyebrows. The Kardashian shit is real deal, dude. I've fornicated with many a woman in the Los Angeles area and, like, looked into their face and, like, they will have this, like, Kardashian-ass look. Like, it's, it's like, the kind of the, 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 the mold out here. I mean, you go to, like, Beverly Hills, you go to fucking Century City, you go to so many spots. Like, there's a ton of girls rolling around wearing whatever they wear, dressing like they do. Like, that's like the mold. That's like the, the thing to fit. I mean, and what is it about the Kardashians? Um, Armenian family grew up in Beverly Hills, lawyer, father. What makes them so, or like, yeah, is responsible for them just feeling so um, connected to the black L.A. culture? Um you know, it's no, nothing obviously no, no, I mean, wrong with that, but like what they yeah, 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 are always called out point. for cultural appropriation, and one would argue absolutely, and they don't address the issue. They don't sort of even, you know, I think when Miley Cyrus was accused of that, or you know, oh, yeah, yeah. sort of with the last hour or whatever, I don't, I don't know which album. One of them. I love you, Miley Cyrus. Malibu makes me cry every time. What's it that? really does. It's Is a, that her song? It's a song. Oh, Can we I, play it at the end of the episode? Maybe. Maybe. It'll maybe we'll play it on yours. Yeah, they'll tear it down yeah. immediately. Tear um, it down like it's a But yeah, that's action. actually interesting you say that because a lot of people, like a lot of people in my circle and shit, if the Kardashians ever come up, that's something that they talk about more and shit. I t- it is an icebreaker, you know. Recently, I was on a photo shoot, and 
what was I talking about? Something I was think I was talking about the clothes the model was wearing or something. And I said, oh, how, um, uh, what was it? Oh, how, so Kim Kardashian, uh, the week after she gave birth to, uh, her first child is very specific. I feel like got? that's the only, I think they, they have more than one? three now. God damn, they had three kids? Shit. Well, she had two of them, one and a half, because she hated her pregnancies. But One and a half? What is well, that? I mean, one I just feel babies. like she was mentally detached oh, during oh. at least half of that time. Um, and now surrogate, which I understand. What does that mean? That means, you know, else. I'm not as uh, well-versed in some of these um, phrases and this terminology. That means Fe- someone else for- carries the baby. Someone else, yeah. So they take Kanye West's semen and inject it inside of her. Well, and with what? With So it has none of Kim Kardashian's no, DNA? No, I mean, typically they can do, yeah, Kim Kardashian's egg. Um, so you can I'm have like a baby come out of your belly. Sure that's true. I don't know. Yeah. That's so not th- yes. Is that is of the woman's genetics as well? Yeah. Uh, enlighten me. This is a. I know, think they can. The they can um, sort of inject. <laughs> it's not the word. Um, the egg and then also the sperm. So it is. So sort none of, like of a the carrier. surrogate mother's DNA goes into. It the can baby? be. They if they. That's I think. Certainly, like a while ago, several years maybe before they could do this, it was just the women's um, eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it could be. And I think sometimes, sort of, it depends the circumstances. If it's, you know, maybe a single mother that just wants a child. Yeah, yeah. I've got a Um, homie. Well, then that would not be the case. I don't know. Um, Or if you're like, you know what? I don't want to share my genes, but I want a child. Which maybe I understand, but then you don't know what genes you're getting there. Not That's that I'm, I'm saying, against yeah. adoption. When, um, I, when I donated sperm as I'm a young man, children, um, you know they they check your health and shit to make sure you're like a, a good candidate. You know, and, and oh yeah, there's a bunch of Jake. There is, but, and, but I signed the uh, you know a specific waiver saying I don't want to be. Don't come knocking on yeah. my door. However, you Who, could which could happen? Walk down the street in Boston and see a kid, a gorgeous little child with yes. amazing eyebrows, yes, and say. Damn, yeah. that's mine. You see a it might be. It uh, might be. older aged woman what, what that looks defeated. What if they never defeated. use mine? I feel like, what, like they're like, yeah, we'll skip they on this They search one. it and then it never shows up. Well, I mean, algorithm. I made the cut, you know, because you have to go apply and donate some and like they check your blood. They, you know, they run your whole health shit. And they're like, yeah, you're cool. You can, you can come back and do this then. We'll pay you. How much do you get paid each time? When I did it, this is in 2000, 2000 and 2001. So this is fucking 18 years ago. Uh, I was getting... Uh, it was like seventy five or eighty dollars. So a the pop. kid is now eighteen. Yeah, shit. So Which means 18, I don't have to pay any for college, so it's all good. So now you so come, can holler come back. And yeah, GamersGoodsPodcast.com. <laughs> uh, it was like seventy five, eighty dollars a pop, plus like they'll give you like two free movie tickets every time. <laughs> Which is not a lot, you know. Like women, I think you guys get like four or five G's an egg or some ridiculous thing. Oh yeah, but Tons but as a as a man, you could do this. Uh, I think that you could do it as much as like once every two weeks or something like that. I mean, to get paid and two free I only did it. I only did it maybe three times for masturbating into a cup. I mean, it just shows Denver gender, you know, inequality. Well, no, it's just like that's they. I mean, what do you mean? I, well, I mean, because it's easier. I yeah, I mean, you know, sure. Oh, I'm gonna get paid for my sperm. It's maybe like giving blood, not yeah, even plasma. You're not getting a lot of money for it, but it's fine. But it's quick and easy, and you're young and right. Whatever. Great opportunity. We are taxed on tampons. And I know. I know. We, we want to not agreed on the this. same thing. I I agree, but that has I nothing. I think to do I with brought that. up periods yeah. every time I've been here. I agree with you on that, but there's nothing you can do to change the way a man donates sperm. I know. You I know can what I'm just saying. Bitch but that's why, it, like, right? if you do want to donate your eggs as a woman. 
it's rare or like less uh, frequent, and and I know it's probably more of a procedure, but that's Absolutely. why it's like ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, and then also, yeah, I know. I mean, a guy can go do an experience, but when you go as a dude, at least when I did it, I don't know what it's like now. You go, you enter a special secret code. They change every day, so you push it on the door. Door open like a spaceship. Like you walk in, it's very like clean, sterile, unsexy atmosphere. Of course, it's a young, attractive girl working behind the counter, not some like weirdo. It's like a young, attractive girl, so that makes it awkward. Interesting. She gives you the fucking cup, and they sign. Did she say good luck or anything? No, she did. She was mad, stern, like looking. She didn't even like. Don't you dare look. She didn't look judgmental. She didn't look flirty. She didn't look smiley. She looked like a robot. And then you go to a room. They assign you your own rooms, and in the room there's a, a a TV with. Mad porno DVDs and like ten magazines. Magazine. I didn't, porno How magazine. old were the magazines? Were they up to no, date? Was, I mean, recent. I wasn't reading porno magazines a lot of the time because the internet kind of came in effect around. How then. lucky for you! That was awesome. How but long do you think it took the average person in yeah. those rooms? Yeah. What or, is the no, thing? the person to masturbate just using magazines. I did that as a child when I was a teenager. Right. We didn't have the internet. Like so that. it's quick it when you're you when you're like longer? twelve and thirteen. Oh. It's pretty fucking quick. Um, but Which in these I've rooms, I've seen Big Mouth, so I sort of know uh, that reference. In the rooms, though, you're not allowed to no lubricant because it dilutes the semen. Uh, so you can't spit. You can't use lotion. Nothing. So it's a dry jerk, which is a little uncomfortable. Not really my damn. Um, so you have to like you know whatever, and you have to like get it all in this cup and whatever. Oh, and so it room. is a job. No, but no, but <laughs> just it's just like we you know it's not like what you're used to. You've never masturbated in this way before, so you're like oh not weird. sexy. Yeah, and it's like you're like in this doctor room, and there's like you know. But massages, I guess still it's a relaxed that's, Oh, that's ceremony. way different. A happy yeah. ending massage, that's easy. That's awesome. Yeah. Great for that. Uh, are you going to touch on things like the Kardashians on, on the Artful Ramblings of Legacy Crime? <laughs> are you going to touch on more? Why don't you tell me what you're going to touch on? Well, tell that's them. a really great question. So uh, Jake is currently promoting my podcast that I it. just started, the Artful Ramblings She's fucking of Allegra Scarano. And... I, it's exactly that, artful ramblings. Um, I will talk about current pop culture, um, politics to divide every one of my listeners, um, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance more specifically. Woo. What else? Um, you do love them, them cold everything. case files, I'll just murder talk, mysteries. Oh yeah, murder mysteries, which actually this week after I started this sort of new artistic venture, I was like, came up with the perfect podcast idea so maybe don't by the time it, this we don't airs don't steal it well oh right 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 or you right, can right. say well, maybe I'll this is copyrighted right then. at the moment yeah then. this is fucking copyrighted legally that is true I'll talk to oh, my lawyer Aaron okay, Silverstein please Aaron okay. if you're listening suck it we have a legal team behind us so ready for it the podcast is 303 a podcast about Colorado cold cases Warming up from here Colorado. in Los Angeles, California. It doesn't end. Um, yeah, I'm from Colorado. And more specifically, I had a manic episode this week and <laughs> read about the John, more in detail about the John Benet Ramsey case um, for, I think, like 38 hours straight. It was, uh, seriously, I didn't sleep. It was it was a little alarming, but Jesus. I did solve the case. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> Allie's been on this case for uh, years, dude. I mean, it's my hometown True murder. Detective Season 4, Allegra Scarano. Yeah, Season 4. And don't ask me about Season 3 because I didn't finish yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, which No was, spoiler alerts. I mean, no one not doesn't... So not. You, you spent 38 hours awake? Um, crack yeah. Crack the case? Crack the case. Um... 
should I wait for my podcast? No, I'll yeah, spoil you. It. I don't know. Do you want to? No, spoil? no, no. Listen to her podcast for the for the yeah, no. shit. So maybe no, it'll. Listen. Yeah. So also, my podcast could possibly be suggestions for other podcasts. Is that a thing? Yeah, but yeah, more specific podcasts about podcasts. I like that. Authorities, if you're listening, listen to her podcast to find out how to solve the crime you guys have been struggling with on a podcast. <laughs> Solving crime, cracking cases. That. I want to solve cases, and I know it's a very popular trend right now. Um, is that murder mystery? Maybe not. Well, I'm I know like murder mystery podcasts and shows are popular, but is it like a? I, I think it is a little subculture. My favorite murderer, another podcast. That's which one is that? Oh, that's a podcast. Yeah, they. Oh, that's dark. Are funny girls just talking about um, cases? A very sort of relaxed, not concentrating on facts, which. People like me can sort of uh, appreciate. Uh, and so, yeah, they um, sort of not started the subculture, but maybe united this community that um, is terrified. Aww. You know, as women, I think we're scared of getting murdered. It's yeah. common. It's, Our boyfriends it's, most likely to kill us. like a larger X. for you. Maybe that's why more females are into the. You're right, because more that Absolutely. I hear about it, girls do... The, the murder podcast I've listened to, it's almost always a uh, female host. Oh, copy that. Which is uh, well, more, more uh, I will stand corrected. No. Case? No, there are some. Oh, well, oh, Sword sure and Scale, one of my... Fa- well, yeah. that's like an emotional commitment. I can't recommend that unless you have I've a wanted to listen brain. to that one that I've never had. Yeah, it's unlo- like I'm into well, gonna murder. Cr- I cry? read autopsy gonna... reports and I still like, whoa, it's a lot. Ah. Yeah, he, it's a very... Ah. Um, I don't like the word a lot. Yeah, it's money. but it is really good. I mean, he does incredible research. Uh, the cases are pretty unknown. I've haven't. I mean, there's a lot of you know sort of um, material up there, not material um, episodes and content, and I'm pretty impressed with it. Oh, sounds good. Um, I'm sitting here, and Jake is currently I assume Instagram story. No, no, I'm just filming just for later. We'll filming for later, it. so other it's not live. plug. Um, and I haven't showered in three and a half days. Well, three days. I mean, three I and a half. In that, you have to round up four days. Four days. God, maybe. God. Maybe I'll just say two days because we're on air. And I'm wearing what? Oh, the Boston made sweatshirt. Boston, here. That's Shout right. Out Shout out. This uh, episode is currently brought to you by made Boston. Made in Boston. Made in Boston. Yeah. Thank you so much. Very snuggly. Very loyal. It is snuggly. I have a lot of. Different snuggly sweatshirts. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't want him to put that up on Instagram. Okay. But no, what was I talking about? Oh, women getting... Uh, no, well, murders. wait for it. Wait for the video. It'll yeah. hook you in. Um, women... Being scared of Being them. murdered. Yeah, so try not as viewers, males who know other males or females, which is a very uncommon trend... Stop killing women. Stop raping them. Stop being um, condescending when you just talk to them. Um, Yeah, that's all we can ask for. Keep in mind, we get our periods. We get text on tampons. Do you love when I talk about periods? Tax on tampons or text on tampons? Oh, taxed on tampons and usually texts not returned (laughs) when (laughs) using tampons. No. and you, uh, Allie, Allie has a, a, a comedic pension for viewing, um, like, I don't know what you call it, like miniseries or, or, or shows that come on, you know, 
in a reality type show thing or not? It's not a reality show, but I don't know what these yeah, th- would you can. call these things are. I'm horrible with describing television. But anyway, Ali be watching these kind of programs and um, you know always has this great like personal commentary on them. It's very Thank funny, you. but like very like in tune with the shit. Oh. So I think you can expect some of that on your podcast. Oh, I'd imagine. Thank you. Yeah, you plug you plug it better than I. Um, yes, please um, subscribe if you will. Yeah. If not, listen to you know one or two episodes. The link then... will be in in the the information about this one and linked on the yeah. Instagram story and, and on her Instagram. It's. Allegra Helen, right? Yeah, it is. That's I do not plan a lot of meaningful content on social media. Allegra Helen. At Allegra Helen. And then Twitter is at Allegra Scarano. All right. So there you go. One on one. But those All places. Tech. Yeah, I think Twitter's the one place, I guess, if you're going to follow up on me daily. Follow them both. Daily. Follow them both. Allie's very yeah, funny. I mean, on also Twitter. keep in mind that that social media, you know, subculture, or not even subculture, are, you know, our society's addiction is Dude. just fucking annoying. Not to be like, oh, I'm no, above is. you. But that whole, oh, you got to be a brand. You got to, you know, keep content, you know, current. Oh, once a day at the same I time, mean, if, middle of the day on lunch break. And it, I get it. It works. How many people have, you know, established their careers or their, yeah. you know, sort of artistic expression via Instagram? That's amazing. If also, you're, if you're, you're doing fucking annoying. Though. Everyone's yeah. a goddamn influencer. Well, the thing is, People are adhering to that, like, like that, you know, method of how often to post and keep content. But like, that's really intended for people who are like pushing something, like right. a radio show, a podcast. Maybe you have like uh, music, or you have your fucking whatever. But there's people who are like doing that, which is normal Joe Schmoes, and like they're, you know, it, it's just we're on it a lot. If I didn't have some shit to promote, like if I didn't have a radio show and a podcast promote, I probably wouldn't be on. It. But you have chosen. You have chosen. I have uh, chosen. I have chosen. I have chosen. Yeah, keep choosing. Subscribe the new podcast. Choosing these um, to sort of concentrate on a specific that's thing, true. and that's yeah. memes. Yeah, which memes I do and think like you're funny yeah, just about jokey ass shit, man. Like I, that's yeah. my shit. I just yeah. want to make you laugh, so you listen to the podcast. And I like laugh. sending you memes, and then typically I like though, I know, but typically you're like, yeah, I've seen that one. It's been on my Instagram for five days, which Sorry. I do appreciate because no, <laughs> but be you're up to hunting. date. If I, I, I make some. Myself, I hunt for others. I find weird shit, and that's something I just—I'd be digging for weird ass photos. I don't even make memes at them; just like right. weird ass shit that no one finds. And you know. they're funny. I appreciate yeah. them. So I know it what is you're content, about, though. you know. Like, it is are, like, content to follow. People are out there just doing the most under uh, social media. It's, Hi it's guys, I, I I mute people, I unfollow people because sometimes I just can't yeah. take it, dude. Yeah. Can't take more shit. I really want. Uh, there's a few things on social media I want. I want jokey, funny things keep me laughing because mm-hmm. it's very important for my soul. I like <laughs> to watch skateboard and surf videos, butts like pretty girls with butts and uh, food, and that's really it. What? You no, I think that's a that's wonderful plan. So I really like yo. If you're just showing me pictures of your what about wedding, animal photos? I like nature. I, is I do metal. like I do like nature. I, I haven't watched or followed that one. Everyone's like you should watch Nature's Metal, but I do like the nature ones where they would be hunting and killing. I yeah, know that sounds dark. I like the ones that be hunting and killing. Yeah, like, that's, that's why I, I do security at strip club. I like the animal planet factor of it, dude. The fucking hell yeah, the nature. But, Pigs um, against hyenas. I always tell these girls that I'm it's like, Yo, a, a bunch of gazelles just walked into club in suits, man. Go be. Are you a ferocious tiger? Are you gonna be a little deer? Ooh, go get, you know what I'm saying? Hype them up. Hey, yeah, little dirty little leopard. Go, you know, psyched, hunt dude. your little prey. Yeah, it's fun to watch. And then you're watching the Take two back your lions kill. fight over just the gazelle. Two girls money. getting mad. Like I was talking to him first. That's interesting to me. It's Ooh, fun. do it's the guys fun. love when girls fight over them? No, I think they get like uh, nervous. 
in the Whose dick's going to win? They get a little scared and shit, those dudes. Whose wallet's going to win? That's, that's what it what does. That's it is, yeah. Seriously. They want your money. That's all they want, dude. They don't want your, you know, they company. Don't. They definitely they really don't. don't. And if they do, they'll give it to you. Like, if you're, like, conversing with a lady who works in that realm and, you know, you have an exchange numbers... She don't really, either she's going to further extract money from you outside of the club. That's her aim. And she should. Or she's not really trying. Like, if a girl gives you her number and it's you didn't give her money, then, oh. and she's a stripper, then she does want to hang out with you. But, you know, the, the common thing Keep is in gentlemen mind fall in love with the strippers. Everyone's oh. like, no, no, but I think this one, I think this one really likes me. I think I, I feel like she's into me, dude, for real. I'm like, yo, if you gave her any money and asked her for her contact information, I would say no, my friend. That's like women with musicians. Something yeah. I think they're always going to change them. Just like married dude. men. Oh, we'll leave his wife. It's true. It's true. Oh, dude. It's and with musicians. I was a musician for years. I was a fucking gentleman playboy. It's like that's extremely. Accurate. I used to hook up with musicians. No. Women. It's yo. Just yo. Something I about a man on stage. And yo, even if you're not the most attractive dude, and you come off stage or say you're in a band, <laughs> and maybe some of you are attractive somewhere, don't matter, dude. You could be the motherfucking. The lead, you can be playing the piccolo or the fucking triangle on stage and half-ass ugly, but you come off that stage, something about, like you said, people, girls seeing that. If you're with Bill Callahan. Who's Bill Callahan? Oh, stop it. I don't know. Enlighten me. Bill Callahan, formerly, um, I guess, the lead of Smog. You might know that band. You definitely, yeah, I mean. I've heard the name many a time. Uh, I don't know, Folk Fusion. Uh, more importantly, he used to date Joanna Newsom. He is oh. featured on my favorite like Joanna, Joanna Newsom song, Only Skin. And she's got some dope shit. He, oh, what's a pop culture reference? Bill Callahan did the music for Wild Wild Country. Oh, the documentary? Documentary? Yes, another documentary featuring a cult, the best dress cult, class, I would argue. Brothers. Ah, the aesthetic, the color. It's almost like the lobster. Or no, is it lobster the movie, or the lobster? lobster? The lobster. The yeah. lobster. Um, I I don't stand by pretentious movies like that. And by I pretentious, like I mean... Which is too weird? Trying like too hard? No, it's just like, oh, yeah, I dated a film major. I get I have to sit through the credits. Like, okay. But I like the cult that all it's all like red themed yeah. with some pinks. And anyway, they're cool to look at. Shitballs crazy. Basically, the documentary doesn't really get into how crazy they were. There's sort of neighbor commentary on the issue, but and they claim they just heard loud sex acts the whole time. Well, cult ain't having cult, mad sex. Cults friends. be sexing. They have so much fucking yeah, takes place in cults. And most of the time, it's mostly the leader of the cult with the other women. Not not like everyone's exactly. having sex. But what about well, who are the dudes that cut the penises off the Heaven's Gate? Right? Uh, Is that Heaven's Gate? I don't know, but I, I think should they know. all castrated themselves, so they were not fucking at all. Oh, Allegra, yo, since you're so into like murder mystery and fucking all this kind of shit, you will discuss in your podcast. Yes. The other day, I went to this museum in L.A. I've wanted to check out for a while. Had really no idea what it was going to be about. Oh, but, uh, God, don't tell me. Museum of Death. Don't. I went. Me and uh, my lady went on a Monday. Nothing like uh, spice up your awesome di- Monday than going to a goddamn Museum of Death. Now, Hold I was on. going. Let me ask oh, you yeah, something. Please. Did it ruin your Monday? Not completely. It ruined my girlfriends for about 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, that's not hard. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it didn't ruin mine, but it was way different than I was expecting. I was going thinking, okay, it's going to have like... Famous serial killer shit, which it did, and cool cult shit, which it did. And those were the two, uh, I don't know, exhibits uh, that I liked. 
There's a lot of other exhibits that are fucking nothing like that. Dude, like, I don't want to look at corpses and fucking, like, like pictures of, like, just body parts. How about parts. the smell in there? Yo, there's a room that you go to, which is like a fake uh, funeral parlor, mm. right, with a cask, all this shit. Smells like a funeral parlor. It smells so odd Smells like death. I, same thing. I'm obsessed with, not obsessed with death, but I'm obsessed with the idea of solving crime. Yeah. I want to know why people are murdered or I want justice for mostly women who are murdered. No, I, no, man's men, murdered, no, no, white men deserve it. I'm kidding. Um, but um, to uh, Jesus Christ. Murder, being obsessed with death. Oh, right, 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 right. Also be prepared for this on my podcast, which is also, people love like... It's, a, it's an artful 30 rambling. seconds so of silence. Um, but the obsession with, what was I talking about? God damn it, death, rewind murder. it. Uh, oh, museum the of death. goddamn museum of death! Jesus Christ! That was like playing you think one of those this games. Is my antidepressants, you're screaming stuff out like uh, God, charades. Like, that was did like my charades. brain function take away? Do not take drugs. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Do don't. the museum of death was. I'm obsessed with those things. And have you been there? Yes, you have. Okay, and it was disgustingly disturbing. Yeah. I felt horrible the whole entire time, and this is, I think, is the issue. It glorified these murderers and serial killers. It did not sort of the educate action, the, the action figures uh, yeah. for all of them and shit. And they bought all like the weird merch, like oh, this is the clown costume. Well, yeah, that's whatever the thing. That clown. Well, it's a museum though. Museums have artifacts right. and shit that are but don't you think maybe the like with what they're presenting. <sighs> I don't know. The, I mean, yo, nobody's going to open the Museum of Death and not be a little fucked up in the head. Like, that's a given, for sure. you can sort of, like, <laughs> call out the here. I don't know. I think it's like they were sort of glorifying in a good way their actions and giving them, like, sort of a platform to promote not only, like, well, specifically, like, their artwork. Like, did you see some of that? Like, oh, this is just, like, Charles Manson's artwork. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like, oh, Charles Manson was, like, a complete psychological yeah. like manipulator a sociopath and he also helped write some beach boys tunes i was gonna say however charles manson have we talked about this before i'm sure we have i don't know but i i i'm charles I'm manson's album is actually amazing like he really was he, an amazing musician. i have books on all these cult leaders i was really into that shit like 15 years ago i read like you know i bought like 20 books about right. all these different cult leaders and all these different shits i read all this shit about charles manson if you want a good laugh YouTube Charles Manson interviews. I mean, he's a sick psycho killer. He's hilarious in these interviews, unintentionally, but hilarious. And he was a monster. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see, I see what you're saying. They didn't. But it was awful. It was like if you're a murderino. Um, is that what you guys is called? That's what my favorite murderers oh, are. If called. any murderinos listen to Damaged Goods, make sure you listen to. The awful ramblings of Allegra Scarano. And no guarantee I will solve any case or get any facts correct, but I will sort of discuss it. And That's more than I'll get from me. About it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, the, maybe they'll all be Colorado cold cases. Yeah, and the sub, because a sub podcast in a podcast is, is super popular, right? So I can sort of... Oh, a spinoff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah. start a spinoff before I even put... Smart. Yeah, that's so... That museum was like, it was wild because... I didn't really know what to expect, and uh, I didn't really have any way to like tell my girl what it was about. I was like, "Yo, what is it called? The Museum of Death." I heard it's interesting. They have some shit about famous serial killers and cults. You're not gonna be happy when you and uh, and she was like, "All right, cool, let's go." You know, we went and got a nice little meal. We like smoked a little weed. Went to the museum in the daytime. It's sunny out. You know, Did try to keep you in a good mood. Uh, a little bit, yeah. 
Um, she don't chief like you and I do. But, she doesn't um, smoke weed that much. And she, well, sometimes when she's, yeah, you know, which the, is in cool the moment, in the to moment. be, but certainly not before flights or air travel, right? No, she does not. And I, I, I'm like edible that. I mean, I need to, dude. Oh. It's too diff- discomforting, the physical Absolute. aspect of flying. And it's like, oh, what's it going to be six and a half hours before in I smoke weed again? My knees are like smashing up against some asshole seat. Um, but anyway, the museum, right? Like the, the, the first part was a serial killer part, which I was a little interested in just cause I, I, I know about some of these dudes, but uh, you go through it, right? Like, so I was saying that, you know, there's the, um, the funeral room after the funeral room, it was like the mortician's room right. when it's all like videos on the wall, playing shit about how you, oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. And, all, and I was like, I'm not even spending a second in this room. Right. It was disgusting. Like all yeah. the, like the old methods. I don't want to know how they did that in 1902. Who does? Serial killers. Little, like check the books in there. Dude, Most and, of them are going to be aspiring serial killers. Like, like, man, I, I went to this one wall and they were talking about this crazy, um, Hollywood murder. And I, it was like interesting. I was reading the little like blurb about it. Then I look over and I start looking at the photos from it. It's like eight, ten photos, like violent, mm-hmm. like like shitty. I was like, oh god, I had to turn my head. Like, see, you know, I do kind of like that stuff. I mean, look, I, I mean, I, I look I like odd, like crime scene photos, autopsy, uh, yo, but mostly like to like sort of gnarly. again stitch the crime together. Well, see, that's you're working with like your detective eye. This was like me just looking over and like, yeah, I'm not I watch a movie with it. violence and like whatever, you know, but I still pictures of like heads chopped off and all that shit. And then they had like, yeah, they had like this whole section about um, like oppressive governments around the world. Oddly, America was not. In this, I was going to ask. No, strangely, but you know, like, like, uh, you know, like you name one, right? Like, so they had a little whole pot in, in, in Cambodia shit. And, like they had footage or, or photos of like dudes getting beheaded in the killing fields or like in, Dude. you know, Tiananmen Square in China, like up close photos. Of, and that's like, just easy content, you know, or like, you know, I don't know. It's like, is it even on theme? Oh, I guess. Yeah. I'm using it. I mean, it's all, <laughs> they obviously did their, their homework and Does went out that and like, got this shit, but it was just like, it's just tough to look at. And all, how you much saying? money did they pay for those exhibits? Yeah, that's true. I mean, yo, it ain't cheap. It was $17 I think they're the ones that had a, like a lot of, Ted Bundy stuff. Like, oh, oh I'm yeah, the one that bought Ted, Bundy, Ted Bundy, which... I bet all them, them documentaries that come out about serial killers or the podcasts that come out have only helped, like, fuel their business. Because right. I can't imagine people, like, every day are like, let's go to the Museum of Death, you know? But there's a lot of people in there and a lot of couples. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of guys and girls. Yeah. And it was mostly guys and girl couples. I was like, oh, some fucking... Some down yeah. There was this one girl in there that was, dude, she was smoking hot. Oh. And she was like talking to him about the shit and this. I was like, yo, this fucking chick is probably crazy like, um, in bed and crazy in life. But uh, it yeah. was it was like an eerie thing. And then the last room, spoiler alert, if you ain't never been there. Don't go. We go to the, like the last room. There's like taxidermy shit, which is animals, whatever. And then and you turn to this other room and, and then they have like some um, some info about like famous musicians that that like had wild deaths, which is very interesting. And I'm, mm. I'm reading this shit on the wall. Behind me, is a, is a screen pulled down playing videos. A couple of people sitting there. I'm assuming they keep showing whatever they're showing over and over. Mm. And people are sitting there. I'm not looking. I'm reading about Gigi Allen and his death. Johanna is, my girlfriend, is looking at the fucking screen and I just hear, oh, ooh, oh, ooh, you know, ah. And even the other people, I turn over and they're watching like some video from like the 70s of, of again, some like military regime, like executing motherfuckers with guns. Damn. Shooting him in the head. I'm like, why are, you, why are you even looking at that? I'm not even looking at that. Let's yeah. we just got out of there. Yeah. Wasn't, yeah, I, I wasn't don't cool recommend it. It's not 
it's not great. It smells weird, and the guy up it really was does a smell weird. Not like to call him though. out, but classic. Oh, the dude in the front. What was it? Five dollars? Seventeen dollars a pop, oh, dude. Damn. Thirty-four bones for two people on a Monday. It wasn't like fucking high. Get out of here, straight up, dude. That's it. Yo, when you go to like any other museum, like most are free. MoMA in New York places are like ten bucks. The Getty's free. Some place like five dollars yeah, donation. Free? What donations. you have to pay to view art? You Museum of Fine elitists. Arts in Boston is free. Last time I checked. I'm super into art heists right now. Yo, do you know about? There's an uh, awesome podcast called. Um, I think it's called Broken Window. No, fuck Christ, Jake. I'll look it up. I maybe called. Was Broken it all Windows. about that uh, Boston <laughs> one? one? Isabella Stewart Garden yeah, Museum, yeah, yeah, yeah. I which did is to that. a gorgeous museum. One of my favorite museums. I've ever been to in the world, and it is if you ever go to Boston, you gotta go there. It's fucking beautiful. Check it out, and the story is amazing. It's crazy. And it's funny too because the guy, the security guard, which some people blame yes, for it, it um, which makes sense. I it's mean, it's always an inside job on some gotta level. Gotta be with that situation. Oh, but also they had like a drug fueled party in the museum, like several weeks behind. Yeah, I heard of that. And oh, um, and. So it could have been someone from that, which is also funny, like, oh, like explaining the situation to cops and being yeah. like, okay, so I had like 15 of my friends over here last week doing a bunch of yeah, acid, but hilarious. I swear to God, like nothing yeah. to do with this. Um, and the guy was like, didn't give a shit. He hated his job. He was like, yeah, I show up stoned every He's day. Like, I don't minimum give a shit. Wage to I'm not going to steal this. People. takes too much energy. Nonetheless, he probably that was like a, the most um, expensive art heist at the time, at least ever. I yeah, um, I just watched this documentary on I think it was just Netflix, like um, the theft of the or um, de Kooning. No, it's def definitely not de what it is. I don't know what that is. Well, let me look it up. Anyway, I'll start the story. Anyway, check out this on my podcast too. Just a wrong facts, but this couple basically after they died the estate sale people or people selling estate found this like one of a kind um, piece of artwork that was stolen from a museum. And so presumably they either purchased a stolen They drug, stole it. That's or they the, bought no, it. No, they stole it because it was from a museum. But I mean, they couldn't have bought it from someone that stole it from a museum. Oh, right, right, right. They were fenced. Well, no, because they were like, I don't know, like living in modest means. Oh. Uh, you know, a little suspicious about that. It was like a ranch home, little like in the New Mexico, but it was suspect. like behind their bedroom door. So it was like hidden in the house yeah. and the museum got it back and they cried and I almost cried Aww. and it was sweet. Um, yeah. So that that's, that. you know, stealing art is, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I'm into it. It's big money in that shit, man. Yeah. There was a very famous uh, Irish criminal called Martin Cahill or his nickname was the general and then he was like a, in the 90s he was a huge he was like a Robin Hood-esque figure uh, you know he didn't deal drugs but he was a big time thief in Ireland and like look after his family notoriously known for having two girlfriends two wives whatever who are cool with it you know and uh, he was just like ill dude always would get out of shit or get go to jail and get out of it beat the shit like no one would rat on him he made like escape tunnels at his houses because the cops would always be watching him Fuck yeah. and he would steal all this art and uh he'd done a huge art heist in europe somewhere and um you know he, he, he was like i think the ira was involved on some level with the sale and this and that and the shit went sour and eventually he got killed most like presumably by the ira for whatever, but he was like, you know, a, like a legendary crime figure, very beloved by the people, and just no, the cops could never get this dude. And he would always cover his face like this 
when they would like mm. bring him to, to the court or, or like walk him to shit. The General. Fucking, and there's a great movie with uh, Brendan Gleeson, a black and white, an Irish film called The General about him, which is dope. But he was like jacking art because that's where all the money was and go around Europe and fence that shit for millions. I think that's sexy. It is pretty sexy. Yeah. I've, Real organized um, like professional crimes or heists are sexy. They are, you know? I mean, I have sort of like a controversial list of... Um, Serial killer slash horrible people, like a crush, crushes on most people. Um, and people don't people don't like it, but to list some of my stuff, because I'll put it on your podcast. Yeah, I won't put it on mine because maybe it'll fuck it up. But oh, more specifically, well, well, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. Ted Kaczynski, horrible person. Let me preface by all of these people are absolutely horrible, either deserve to die or rot in prison. Okay? Absolutely. That aside, are they physically attractive? I would argue yes. And not only physically attractive, but like Ted Kaczynski. He was a Harvard professor. This motherfucker yeah. was making a point on society and the trends and did da, 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 like meaningful stuff. And he lived like off the grid after he did it, right? After he sent the bombs, yeah. he... Uh, lived off the grid, like in the woods for yeah. how many, I want to say seven years <laughs> in terms of actual facts and numbers. Absolutely no idea. So make sure to Google that on your own. Um, but he was living off the grid and then they found him and he was still like humbled. And now I do see some memes of like, ins- oh, fi- oh, right, right, right. So you right. know, when he was at Harvard, he, he uh, participated in the, um, the acid tests there under like uh, Timothy Leary, like Very the uh, cool. electrical Kool-Aid acid test. So he was experimenting on heavily with LSD, which some people will attribute to possibly his like uh, his outlook at society and, and cool. such and why he went the way he did. He's cool. He's yeah. pretty wow, sexy. Uh, another one. He was like very controversial. A lot of hair though. Didn't he have like a big beard and a lot of hair? It's really his message that was attractive. Uh, I love and it's like, like his, you know, uh, how guys, he took control of the situation. Yo, for my male listeners, this is just proof that it doesn't matter what you look like and shit, confidence and, 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 and character can get attractive women to be attracted to you. Look how at all those it? improv nerds. They're getting laid and it's like, Damn, True. dude, never. Character and confidence, boys. That's it. Uh, Boston Bomber, the one that lives. You know, we've talked about this. Oh, okay. He's my it. boy's friend, though. We've talked oh, about right. that. No, yeah. Have we? Uh, no, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that lived. Both of them were friends with my one of my best friends. <sighs> and the one that the, the young boy is so, still his, like, that was his closest friend. He's hot. A monster? Absolutely. Yeah. Should brother die? Yes. Am I glorifying or, well, maybe I am. Am I normalizing the Boston bombing? I hope mm-hmm. not. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I'm wearing a Boston yeah, sweatshirt. Yeah, she's not. I'm she's wearing not. a Boston sweatshirt. I'm not anti-Boston. No, like my racist comment earlier. Um, but physically hot. So wait, did he hook up with hot girls? The younger brother, from what my boy told me, because I never met these dudes, but my boy and this other dude would hang out with him a lot. Um, the younger one, the one who lived, uh, they would call him Timmy because his name is like Tamil. What is it? Something people yeah. Americans yeah, it's, can't it's, pronounce. Yeah. Hence why, Chesham, I, yeah, maybe that's Chesham, why I didn't right? even know his name. Anyway, Jesus, uh, horrible. He was more like quiet and reserved from what my boy said. He wasn't like the outgoing one with with anybody. Like with them, you know, like smoke weed, play FIFA soccer and shit. Like wasn't outgoing with the ladies. Wasn't even like outgoing verbally verbose amongst his, his male friends. The older brother mm-hmm. was super 
uh, aggressive from what they all said, like was opening a mixed martial arts gym with another friend of theirs mm. that got murdered, uh, strangely possibly connected to that. We can talk about Ooh. that. I'll tell you about this crazy shit. Damn. But uh, the older one was more of a guy who would hang out with girls, was more outspoken, was way more aggressive, uh, smoked less weed, coincidentally, than the younger brother who smoked mm. a lot. My boy who Makes was friends sense. with him was a huge weed smoker. And so he, you know, he said that the older one was like, Less cool, always a little more hot-headed, but more talkative with girls, more outgoing. Um, but there was this thing that happened. So there's a, a, a bong company, glass pipe bong company. Dude, I'm just going to say it on fucking damaged goods. If anyone has a fucking issue, get at me because I'm personally attached to this. So, like, I don't give a fuck. This company called Hitman Bongs, right? Okay. They make glass bong, very nationally known, dude, like out here. Uh, like the, all the weed festivals there, they're huge. Mm. Started in Boston in a suburb, actually, called Watertown. Um, one of the kids who was one of the guys who started, Eric, was f- very good friends with some of my best friends from growing up. I've only met the guy a couple times. You know, I can't say I knew him at all. I just met him a few times, but with my boys. He, now he's only one of the guys who started this company. He and another kid in, um, in, in Cambridge, which is another city right next to this suburb and Boston, they were, they were found murdered one day. With like like a couple pounds of weed, like like shaking on the dead bodies, like like oh, you were gonna send a message, like a drug murder, drug murder, whatever. And um and then you know the house looked it had been kicked in, broken into, not like a slick like, but more like a home invasion style. And uh, at the time, this is pre Boston bombing, pre Boston okay. bombing. Okay. Um, my boy was super fucking hurt. This was like one of his best friends, you know, going to the funeral. He's in the you know super sad about it. Um, I don't know the kid, but I know that realm and mm. what i was hearing from you know the word was that these dudes were selling a lot of weed or, or, um and it was i don't know it maybe infringed upon some other people's turf mm. it looked like Classic. a drug related murder and the, the community amongst which they were kind of creeping into would be that of people that wouldn't be happy with them bringing that business there to take away from theirs. So there was a lot of evidence that looked like it was a drug-related murder. I don't really know how in-depth the cops went with it. Never got solved, but it was written up as like, you know, in the papers and everything came out, mm. drug-related murder. My boy is super fucking hurt, this and that. Um, then I'll say this piece of information that'll tie in later to the Boston bombing. One of the other kids who was murdered was supposed to open... Uh, from what I knew, was supposed to open a, a mixed martial arts gym with with the older Boston mm. brother who was into like you know Connection. MMA fighting and shit. They all trained. I met some of the other guys that worked with these dudes. Fit like at the fucking right. um, gyms. They were you know jacked ass MMA dudes. Business shit went sour. They they you know they had a little follow. They n- never opened. Mm. Shit never went down. Anyway, this murder happens, and then you know months down the line. Not very many months, but months down the line, the boss of bombing shit happens. And then there was like speculation that came out. Like, I don't know if it was police or some reporters, but I remember seeing this a couple places. And then even my friend and people associated with it. There was like some evidence that tied that murder actually back to the older brother, the one that's oh. dead. Because he had the bad fallout with this dude. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a couple of kids that got murdered. Well, one of the dudes. Damn. Not my friend's friend, the other guy he had a bad business fallout with. There was a lot of animosity leading up to that. There had been shit talking going on. My boy was aware of it. He saw it happen, but never put two and two together. Mm. And then after the boss of bombing shit, shit like popped up that like maybe he was involved in that murder. Because drug-related murders, I, I've known about home invasions and shit that have happened. Usually money's taken. 
People mm-hmm. either have hashes or if they're killed, they still take shit. But they like like they shook a couple pounds of weed on a dead bodies. So that's like thousands and thousands message. of dollars at this time in Boston. But you just left it there. It was like a crime of passion. I, I was gonna say maybe say. he had sex with this guy's, I assume a male because toxic masculinity. Um, slept with his girlfriend or something. It was like a revenge kill. Well, I, uh, from what the word was, it was a, a, like a business one. Fine. And like, guess homeboy lost some money at it and, and there was a lot of animosity flying around. I mean, shit, if you have all that already brewing and you throw in a, a woman and the, uh, sex happening behind someone's back, that's only going to be the, the tipping point. You know what I'm saying? This right. is going to be the last straw that breaking the camel's back. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, people do shit like over a woman only like people fucking kill people over a woman anyway. But if you have business right. and disrespect and pride, and and what my boy would tell me is that him and some of these other dudes they'd all play video games and smoke weed. It was like a mixed bunch of different kids, like racially, you know what I'm saying, ethnically, and they all talk shit while they're playing games. And sometimes they would like when these two kids were getting shit talked, the, the the Boston bomber dudes, people would say shit like, "Oh, fucking fuck you, terrorists," or some shit like that. Like my boy told me that was some of the conversation that would happen, and it's just mm. kind of eerie. That yeah. then, like, later is, like, you know. Yeah, the takeaway is video games cause you to cause events like the Boston bombing. So. If you're a grown man playing a lot of video games, get out of the house, bro. I don't know. It's no, a do you like that old grown yeah. men my age playing video games? Yeah. Yeah, you're cool with that? Well, I don't, Good I mean, you. not, like, all day long, but, I mean, it's, like, Girls watching The Housewives, as I was talking about. See, I equate, influential that, more, reality television. I equate that more to guys watching sports. I find mm. like women watching these trashy reality shows is guys who watch Sports Center all day, every day for the same update bullshit. Like well, that, except last night equipment. with the Golden State Warriors. Allegra is also on the podcast, expect a lot of uh, of, of basketball news. Well, now, yeah, now I'm into basketball. Well, I've, I have, <laughs> I like, feel like I fit in. I have liked the Warriors for a while, mostly because the outfits, colors, you like the colors, the blue and gold. Yes, no, it's California, you know, especially Northern California. Very cool. Um, and then I watched something on like Steph Curry, and first of all, like the dream team: Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, um, oh, Al, Kevin so cool. Thompson. No, something Thompson. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Right, right, right. And not to not men- mention him correctly because he's, you know. He's amazing. But Steph Curry, like he came against, he came up against all odds. He's a short male playing basketball. He. I honestly thought you were about to legit cry right now. Like oh, not a fake I dramatic cry. Him. Like I thought, I know you since you were a child. I really thought this was a <laughs> fake cry coming on. I got scared, guys. It should be. Anyway, Steph Curry, I love you. And they're so amazing. They're, no, they're the nasty, best, best in basketball, except last night when. The see, listen. Do you see the words? So awesome Miami, Miami Heat won. Miami well, actually, they deserve to win after this bullshit. That was even spoken like a true like, basketball. It was like fan. the last second they got the. I don't know. I think it was a Dwayne three Wade's pointer. Buzzer. Yeah, Dwayne Wade's buzzer. Oh, okay. I hate Dwayne Wade. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't like his hair either. Not. I, it I never just liked seemed it. like it hurt, like his scalp. Yeah. I'm not Seemed a, like it hurt. I don't know. But I did like the Miami Heat's outfits and color scheme. Obviously, it was very. Um, Spring Breakers, if you will, Miami Vice, obviously, very, but very I cute. did like that. Anyway, Golden State Warriors, you can expect a lot of commentary on that. Give um, Allegra some free sh- tickets. Yes. Oh, my God. I would love that. Just like Obama. Um, Lakers, I will talk shit about the Lakers or any L.A. team. Nice. Um, nice. 
Hey, how's LeBron James working out for everyone? Oh, is he enjoying the bench? Yeah. You guys got scammed. He was like, all right, I'll sell the jerseys in LA. I'm not playing chips, a freaking game. His kid already went to school here. He wanted to open schools. He wanted to do other shit. He's he already not won championships. He's a Lakers game. Dude, I was at courtside at a Lakers-Clippers game, and half of the Lakers team, all the all-star starters were like, on the bench that day, and I'm right there. I could see them sit. I could see LeBron sitting down, not playing. I was like, "Damn, what a day to have uh, free courtside tickets!" And all these motherfuckers ain't mm. playing. I feel like that's when people go to the Sir Restaurant in West Hollywood to get a glimpse of Vanderpump Rules cast working oh, in their sort of world, and then they show up and they're not. Oh, shocker! Yeah. The reality TV show like, stars are not waitresses. However, full disclosure, I full disclosure. did go to Sir one time as like a joke, but had to actually sit through a two-hour dinner and food awful, menu awful, service awful. The lemon for my water came out with a sticker on it. I mean, there was nothing good about it. Um, but I did see Katie, and I think it was like a Thursday night. Katie, I don't think we know her last name. Um, she was working. I saw her. So she is a waitress. It's real, dude. And that makes me sad. Because you think like the second you get a TV show in Los Angeles, spin off you show straight up to that Yo, restaurant job and say, fuck reality off, shows pervert. Don't, the reason why they're so successful and continue to get made is they have a very low overhead. They're not paying right. actors and actresses or actors, I guess. We, do we call everybody actor now? Whatever. Oh, anyway, right, right, my right. point is, yes. my point is, they don't have to pay these people who have a track record of of being a releases that have uh, success and earned money that are in SAG and shit. So, so they pay these motherfuckers like next to nothing. Like, what was the fat little southern white chick everyone loved? Honey Boo Boo. I remember mm-hmm. when eventually I think she did make a lot of money, but that first couple, she, she was getting like next to nothing. And, and they're, they're still living they're that exploiting, trailer, exploiting the shit out of people. But people want that fame so much. So if I'm a, a TV producer or a network, right? They had the big writers strike. 15, 20 years ago, and that's why all the movies coming out now are fucking remakes, and even TV shows are remakes or reboots because they don't want to pay the writers. What's the Reality difference between shows- a remake and a reboot? I want these people to answer. Okay. No one knows. No one knows. Because it's um, never followed through. I think a remake is like... Holy okay. shit, we talked about this last time. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, my point is, it coincided right with the birth, or the, not the birth, but the second coming of reality TV right. in the early 2000s. We got it first with like uh, MTV shit. Right, we right exactly. That was like, pennies Different. compared to these dollars. Right. It coincides perfect with a writer's strike and all these producers are like, you know what? It's true. We can make these motherfucking reality shows. We don't have to buy a set. We'll just rent a house or we'll take them to this restaurant and rent it out for five hours. You know, and then we don't have to pay them fucking, I don't know, whatever Jerry Seinfeld was getting an episode or the fucking people on Friends. We pay them next to nothing. But they want their fame so bad we, they, they're not going to have high demands like a famous mm-hmm. person because they ain't that famous so we can give them like lower overhead like less quality trailers or whatever they're not going to flip out on set even if they flip out when the camera's on even better. better and we don't have to like rent shit like sets we just rent places it's mad cheap and then yeah if you get to be super famous like Kardashians or, or sure I don't know name your big reality stars I'm sure they get more and more money but like yo they keep coming out with new shows or a new season of the same show so it's a new quote unquote cast so they don't have mm-hmm. to fucking keep paying these motherfuckers to come back it's a win win dude and that's why these people will fucking still have to work at a goddamn restaurant well I, nonetheless no disrespect I would love a reality TV show so 
holler at me as they like to holler say. at Allegra Scrano. She'd be a great reality. But what are the show. logistics with that? So they come film. I guess you know when they're filming. It's still a production, so they have yeah, a it's schedule. not that reality. You know what you're doing. So it's all scripted. Yeah. Okay. Totally. I can do that. I can totally do that. Yeah. Uh, very cool. But yo, but the thing is, what they do is they edit shit when you're not there. So whatever happens, don't expect it to come on. Well, the show except like the that. Kardashians, they're producers of it, so they that's why they control every. They're sort like of sitting there, like no, 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 keep this. Yeah, they're like, um, on. okay, so we My, have a clothing line to this. produce, like Kendall well, Jenner. They're just, yeah, promo. they're just promoting product now. Yeah, Kendall Jenner is a lesbian. She's got to be not anything yo, wrong with that. Else she should was live. Saying that to me, yo, my and girl, when somebody were talking about that, that that that. I don't know none of this like, shit. I don't know. I so. get the lesbian vibe in like a way that like I love lesbians and like I, you know, there's I no spectrum for me, but I get a very sexy vibe from her and I heard that it's because she, like it's not in there. Is she the young one or the yet. old one? I don't know. The older Jenner. So, so she, not the one that fucked up her face. What's the one that was married or is married to Travis Scott or, or something? Oh, like I that. think that's the Kendall or no, opposite Kylie, the one that, yeah. Fucked up her face when she was 17 years old. Um, And then had a baby when she was like 18 and a half. I don't know. Good. I mean, not a a choice I would make in life. If you're rich, you can just have babies and like almost forget about them. Yes. But it's like, there goes everything. But yo, but she, like, yo, you rich, you got people to take care of that baby 24 7. Okay. Your nipples still look the way they do. And what does that mean? Your vagina's blown out. Oh, yeah. Vaginas do get blown out from babies. Um, But Maybe not just one. Two, yeah. two is something else. Two is something. Two is too many. Yeah. I was telling. So my boy, he lives. Uh, my man Rocco. He helps produce my podcast with me. This is Marina Del Rey. I'm not Thank gonna give you his Rocco. address because I can't remember it. Anyway, <laughs> when he when he just moved to LA, I started going over there, and and he lived in the part of the marina. You know all these fancy, like apartment buildings. I was like, oh shit, man. I, I dated this date. I went on three days with this girl, um, who lived in. God, this is What's me. her Instagram handle? I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I literally don't. I don't even remember her name right now. And oh, I'm trying to think about it. Nice. So if she's listening, God, this is going to sound mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm going to commit to the story. Hopefully she's not listening. What if she is? Fuck, I sound like an asshole. It's okay. You, it's, no, that's part of it. You get the viewers. You know what? Allegra, we're committing right now. That's so this right. is the story. Boom. Fuck it. Anyway, um, you know, a couple kids. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I know. I know. I've, I've been with women who've had kids before. You know, but not. He's, not he's never, hip. never. Never noticed anything. Okay, good. Right, but um, so like the the, the one night, the first night we fornicate. Um, first off, like uh, you know, we had a couple drinks, but nothing major. She wanted to eat an edible, and mm. I was like, "No, nah, I'm cool," because I was gonna eventually. And edibles for me, like, it's not like smoking edible. Like, I gotta be like watching a movie, laying down. Right, I can't do much. Fuck, fucking drive, like whatever. Uh, so anyway, I, I I say no. I veto that. She proceeds. I'm not quite sure how much she ate. But as I get through the story, I'm asking a lot. The nibbles too much. Anyway, she she gets it and whatever fucking and yo that shit was like two kids, man. Like sh- dude, that was like parking a Prius in an airplane hangar. It was Worst shit was big thing for a woman to hear. So wait, I minute. know. So have you ever had um, sexual relations with a woman who has not had children who has had like a wide set vagina? Nothing. That you felt? Nothing, nothing abnormal. Nothing compares to this. Damn. Never. I mean, dude, this Fuck. was like I. I was amazed that she even had an orgasm. I was like very proud of myself, she but like amazed. Up. But like the problem was I wasn't feeling anything. You know what I'm saying? And then right after she comes, she edibled out. Right? She passes out hmm. on her fucking stomach, and I'm like there, like trying to get off, but I can't because shit is just 
there is a cavern and now she's asleep so i don't want to do anything because that's rapey so what do i True. do i would give her a little shoulder like rub like hey she's not moving coming her back and no leave. no i left i didn't come i went home and jerked off but i have to you don't want blue balls but i left that was the last time i was yeah i mean her. now you know what like every woman deals with yeah. when hooking up no yeah. not no, every but but anyway uh what we the the i don't know there was a point to something fuck man Oh, but no, I've never encountered an abnormally large vagina right. prior to childbirth. Okay. Some, some tighter than others, some, whatever, but I don't think that actually has any correlation directly to the amount of sex one's had. I think that's like the old myth, like, oh, oh she no, fucked mad like, dudes. That's why her pussy's... Oh, no, broke. I think it's like just people of wide-set vagina. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't it's know, it's like genetics. super tampon. Yo, one boob hangs lower than another. One testicle hangs lower than another. My right leg is like the smallest amount shorter oh, than my left leg. Like, these are common things, dude. These are common things. Right. And uh, it's just, it's genetics sometimes. Like, you know... Just the way Balding you for men. I Jeez, mean, true. It's in my. It's my it's genetic not your fault. You're trying. You know, I. You can't. God wants you to be this way. It's just the way it is. My mother. You bad. know, people always be like, "Don't wear a baseball hat." You know. You know when you play oh, for like, life. No, no, for like, for like, it'll make you go bald. But I'm like, nope. It's the um, the mom's dad. It's on the the, right. the mother's male trait in the mother's side. Things like that. You know. Yeah. Or I'm sure stress doesn't help, but like. Yeah. Uh, but those are, you know, we all built differently and genetics come, you know, like when you were young, especially young boys are, are twisted in a way too, where like they do encounter shit like that with a girl and they go to the worst place. Like she's a hoe. This chick's pussy lips are like looking like this or her shit's like mm. wide open. You know what I'm saying? And like and the, the, when you're young, you think, oh, she must sleep with a lot of dudes. Mm. But she doesn't. That's not the good indicator. Yeah, the good indicator doesn't. is confidence in bed and knowing what she knows how to do. All right. Didn't you say the most attractive girls are the worst in bed? That makes sense. Most of the time, not always. Most of the time, unless they have psychological damage, then they're good. They're great. That Damaged they, goods. It's true. Way to tie it in, Allie. See, look what I did there. You Hold on, imagine. I got a Trump update. Let me Trump hold my update. breath. In real time. Jared Kushner last year just by. Oh yeah. Turns out he's a fucking crook. I love how these people are surprised. I mean, come on, Who's you guys. Crook? We, Jared Kushner. Every single person tied to this. Damn administration. I mean, not to talk politics because we're going to divide the country, but I can't stand the current state. I mean, as someone who's obsessed with reality television, it is entertaining. It's also terrifying to live in a country like this. So go out there and support your local uh, House representatives. Yes. Uh, even though, you know, all of politics are corrupt and fake and nothing is really going to help you except yourself. And Ooh. don't expect the government to, you know, pick you up out of this or anything. Anyone, a man, a female, figure out your shit on your own. Good advice. Pay your bills. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. They'll the IRS will catch up. Yeah, brush your teeth, wash behind your ears, and most importantly, make sure you check out the awful ramblings of Allegra Scarano.